humans. Welcome to the Human Beauty Movement Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Norman. Throughout my life, I've been a lover and a seeker of all things beauty, from art and dance, to cosmetics and fashion, to music and nature. But through my own personal journey, I've come to discover what I believe is the most beautiful thing in the universe, the beauty of the human soul. On this podcast, I sit down with beautiful humans from all corners of the globe and all walks of life to learn how they are living their own unique soul beauty out loud. You'll hear from game changers, rebels with great causes, sages, odds beaters, and valiant warriors who fall down seven times and get up eight. This is the podcast where abundant energy flows and supreme wisdom is bestowed. Get ready to enjoy the inspiration. Hello, beautiful humans. I'm Jennifer Norman, founder of the Human Beauty Movement and your host. On this podcast, we enlighten, we inspire, we share in the humanity of our similarities as well as our uniqueness. Every human has a story. Here's a beautiful one worth a listen. Now, I'd venture to say that many of you have, at one point or another, felt dissatisfied with your life. You may have felt like undesirable things are happening and you can't figure out why. You may have felt like you wanted more and that you were made for more or maybe you feel that way right now. How do you get to that place where you can find your calling and know that it's right for you? That's what I'll be discussing with my guest today. Ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce you to Katie Fink. Katie is a frequency strategist. I'll bet you never heard of a frequency strategist before. The way Katie works is highly spiritual. We're going to be talking about how you can turn a mess into magic by tapping into the right frequency in the quantum field. Welcome, Katie. Thank you so much for having me, Jennifer. I'm delighted to be here and see your beautiful smile and get to talk about fun and inspiring topics with you today. Absolutely. I have been looking so forward to this conversation because it is a juicy one. I think a lot of people would be really curious. I call them the conscious curious. And, Mm -hmm. you know, there's a lot more people waking up nowadays and really trying to find that inner voice and they really don't know how. So I would love to start by first having you explain what is a frequency strategist? What do you do? Well, that's a great question. And for me, I think many of us who have explored the mysteries of the universe for decades have many different modalities that we tap into from time to time. And for me, when I was thinking about what really connects all the modalities and my bag of tricks, it's really around frequency because frequency is energy, is a vibration. And when we're able to raise our vibration, our energy, our frequency, I use all those words in parallel, we're able to magnetize our desires to us. And sometimes it just takes a conscious shift. And that's really what I do with my clients is I help them take an elevator ride from their head down into their sacred heart. And that's really where we can connect with the divine self. I often think of head as our human self and our heart as our divine self. Now that's fascinating. And I want to help clarify for people because I think that when people think, oh, I've got a lot of energy, they Mm. might think that 
in the physical, they could be active, on the go, hyperactive, I put busy yes. in air quotes, or run, 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 go, 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 hustle, hustle, hustle. And that's not the same. Having high energy, physical energy is not the same as having high frequency, right? Totally. So here's a way I like to explain it is I think of each of us like a little transmitter and we each have this radio station that we are tuned to. And sometimes it's great. It's a really lovely radio station. Maybe it's country and you really love country and you are just like in the flow and feeling it. But sometimes maybe we want to change to a different radio station. Maybe we're in the mood for classical and we want to make this jump, this leap. And that's really what tuning your channel, your human channel to a new frequency is all about. It's about consciously being aware that, oh, okay, I'm on country right now. I really want to be on classical. How do I make that shift? And we can talk about that in our conversation today. How do you tune into the frequency of that classical station that you're striving and dreaming to get to? Mm -hmm. And I also love that you were saying, like, think of ourselves as a transmitter, because mm. I think a lot of people are acting more or less as receivers, mm. and they are perhaps tuning in or receiving signals and receiving vibrations from external forces, mm. and it impacts them. And then they feel like, oh, they're influenced by that frequency and they end up migrating to a frequency that is perhaps not necessarily their own or the one that they really mm. want to be transmitting. Is that right? Yes, this can happen all the time. And I'm sure we've all experienced it in parts of our lives where you walk into a certain setting and maybe something rattles you and takes you off your game and you leave that state of empty presence behind and you become somebody that in that moment, you're like, oh, I don't want to be this person. I don't want to be the me that's frustrated at the grocery store because somebody cut me off in the parking lot. And really, it's just about being aware and cognizant. Oh, that happened. And let's shift back into the frequency that we want to be vibrating at. So we can walk into that grocery store emanating our light and our beautiful smile. And it takes conscious effort. And then over time, it becomes a natural practice. But in the beginning, it does take a little bit of extra thought and consciousness to start to shift. Like any pattern in life, we have to, in the beginning, put a little bit more effort into creating a new pattern. I like to think about it as a new pattern in the field, because that's what we're creating when we shift our vibration. We are actually creating new patterns in the field of the universe. Fascinating. Yeah. Listening to an interview this morning with author Wes Moore. And this mm. is an individual who grew up very poor in the Bronx, was a bit of a troublemaker in school. Mother ended up sending him to military school to get him into mm. like help him whip into shape. And he was still a troublemaker there, but eventually he did. He started to get into shape and he ended up leading his cadets, ended up going to mm. Johns Hopkins. And then after he graduated with this very, very high amount of, of 
education, ended up deciding that he wanted to go into Wall Street. And then he met up with his mentor and his mentor was like, oh, what do you plan to do after college? He said, oh, I want to go into Wall Street and be you know, in finance. And the guy said to him, oh, really? Why do you want to do that? And he started listing off, well, I want to give my family security. I grew up this way. I feel like I've made it, X, Y, Z. And his mentor's response was, well, you told me all the reasons why you should do this, but you never mm -hmm. said that you were passionate about it. Mm. And so go into it. I'm not going to judge you. Go into it. But in a few years, if you feel that you haven't developed passion for it, leave or else you'll be extraordinarily ordinary. Oh, and so wow. I think that was pretty profound, especially as we're coming and talking about frequency and the things are leading to financial success or mm. life success, as we call it in our material world. But then we end up not really following our passion or following what we inside really want to, what we really feel that we're mm. called to. And so, yeah, luckily after a few years, he recognized this isn't my calling and he ended up leaving and serving and he feels so much more fulfilled now. And this just reminded me so much of the work that you do and what you have also been through yourself as feeling yes. a little bit empty in what you were doing before. Can you describe that to mm. our listeners? Yes, I can identify deeply with his story because I've had that same lived experience as well. Not all of it, but the feeling just satisfied part. I worked as an executive for a Fortune 100 retailer for two decades, and it was great. I climbed the corporate ladder. I had a lot of security, great stock options, bonuses, car allowance, all the material things that can help us to feel secure. But I always had this nagging feeling inside that there was something missing. And it was good, but I felt that it could be great. And that always kind of hung out in the back of my mind that, well, there might be greatness available to me, but I knew in order to find that greatness, I was going to have to take some kind of pivot in my path because I knew I was going to have to tune my channel to a new frequency in order for that greatness to come into my life. And that was the work that I went on. And I think once we make that acknowledgement to ourselves that it's time. And my moment came actually with the help of a mentor. I don't think this was his intention, but he was describing the corporate culture I worked in as a box. And he said, Katie, you know, to succeed here, you have to fit in the box. And each level you go up, the box gets smaller and the box gets smaller. And it was that moment that really connected all the dots for me. And it was in that moment that I knew, ooh, I do feel that. I do feel the constriction of these smaller boxes as I've grown with this beautiful organization and learned a lot through my time, but I felt small. I felt that I was playing small and I was a small version of myself because I was squeezing myself into this box. So for me, that was kind of the aha moment where I knew it was the beginning of movement forward into a new frequency. And one book that really helped me on my journey was called The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. And he explained this feeling I was having in such a beautiful way. And he talked about your zone of excellence. And he said, your zone of excellence, it's a someplace you're good. Everything's working out. People in your life really like you in your zone of excellence because it provides them security and comfort and they feel good. And I knew that. I knew my kids loved the benefits that my 
work brought from a financial standpoint, maybe not me being around so much, but I knew it made my parents feel comfortable because it was this great job with a great organization. And that was my zone of excellence. He also talked about in the book, your zone of genius. And your zone of genius is when you're following your passion, you're following your heart calling, and you're doing something that lights you up inside, something that leaves a legacy that creates abundance for everyone in your life. And there's overflow because you're so passionate about what you're doing. And I knew that in order to get to that zone of genius, I was going to have to make a big leap and shift my whole life by leaving behind that corporate Katie, the corporate identity that I had built over the past two decades. And that was really how I leapt out of corporate America and into the work I do now. Yeah, I think the important takeaway from everything that you explained is that your occupation is not your life's work. Your life gets you into Mm. that zone of genius, like what your purpose is, what your calling is, what you really feel in your heart and soul that you're aligning Mm. with and able to manifest out into the world is not necessarily your career. It's not necessarily your job. It can be, but not necessarily. When it's aligned, and then, then that becomes even more magical, doesn't it? Absolutely. And I think for many, you can be a light worker, a priestess, a mystic in corporate settings. And that is so needed. Mm-hmm. For me, I just knew that wasn't the setting that was going to help me grow to my fullest, most expanded self any longer. But certainly I was able to bring in aspects of my heart purpose into my corporate experience. And sometimes that was through leading my team through meditations or taking them to a quantum spoon bending class and just really playing and exploring the boundaries and the edges that people came up against and how we could push through them. I completely agree that your calling and your line of work don't have to be a perfect match, but certainly when you can live your purpose and it's your work, it's pretty exceptional. Yeah. I know a lot of the work that I'm doing now feels so fulfilling to me and hopefully to others as people find what the values are of the human beauty movement. It's, you know, to let everybody know that they matter, that they're beautiful and that they belong. Mm -hmm. And so from an individual perspective, helping to plant those seeds and those knowings. And then now that we're also branching out into workplace wellness, and I do believe that it is time a lot of companies are recognizing that Mm -hmm. they want to have whole employees. They don't want to just have cookie cutter type individuals working there that are leaving their souls behind. It's important Mm -hmm. for them to bring their whole selves in. And so bringing that magic and what we're doing with the human beauty movement. And I know you've helped to contribute to that in the past, which is amazing. Yeah, things are shifting, things are changing. And we're, we're starting to see the power of bringing all of that essence of our total selves in no matter where we are. And it's okay. And feeling like it's okay and appropriate. Yes. And I know for both you and me, having been in these corporate settings, being able to go back into them in a new way as somebody who can serve and inspire and shift the dynamics of how corporate perhaps has operated in the past into a place where you can really show up in your fullness. And it's not just talking the talk, but working with companies that really do want their employees to come to work and express their full selves. It is 
the biggest gift to be able to go back into corporations and do this work with you and the human beauty movement. Yeah. It just really cracks my heart open. I think that because there seems to be such a dualistic approach to how things used to be, there was this compartmentalization. Mm. And then I think it left people feeling like they were divided, like they couldn't be themselves in certain mm. situations. And they had their home personality, then they had their work personality. And what we're trying to do is really make it okay for people to feel that they can be fully themselves, less dualistic. And one of the things that you do so beautifully to help people feel like they're really tapped into themselves is help them find their intuition. Can you talk a little bit about that work that you do? Yes, absolutely. So everybody has intuition and sometimes we just get a little confused by the voices and sometimes our mind, the one with the fears and the worries, that human self that comes in can be really distracting and sometimes we really want to listen to that mind. I know in my journey leaving corporate, there were a lot of times that I wanted to turn off my heart and my intuition and listen to my mind because it felt safe. It felt comfortable. It felt like in many ways the right way to approach things. But deep down, what I knew is that my heart knowing was the way that I needed to lead moving forward. And that heart knowing is your intuition. And that's why I like to work with my clients and take that elevator ride down from the mind and into to their sacred heart and really work with them to learn how to quiet the mind, quiet that other voice so that they can feel in their body and develop that inner knowing of their truest voice and then learning to lead and live from that voice. And it doesn't mean it's all cupcakes and rainbows. Sometimes that voice tells us to make hard decisions. Sometimes it's leaving relationships, leaving jobs, leaving friendships. So it's not always easy to live by your heart, but it is a much more fulfilling path to your destiny. Mm. So tell us, because I know that this is really the crux of your work and a lot of people are like, well, all that sounds great. Now, what do I do? How do I do it? What, you know, help me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that people can do in order to help quiet the mind and, and get in touch with their hearts and their EQs, their emotional cushions. Totally. So one practice, that I really love is actually flipping uh, the meditative state a little around. So often we're told to close our eyes to meditate. And that's a very masculine way of meditating. Through my training as a priestess, how we operate is through open-eyed meditation and dropping into what we call empty presence. And that's something that I'm doing with you now. You can go about your day in the state of of empty presence and tapping into your heart with your eyes open. And as you start to develop this skill, sometimes it is nice to develop it quietly by yourself. And really, if you can find a partner to do it with, it's really a beautiful experience. And what you would do with your partner is you would just start to look into their eyes. You would let your gaze soften. You would start to let things get a little fuzzy in your presence. In this state, you're actually elevating your frequency very, very, very 
quickly. And when you can do it with another person, it can be a beautiful experience. You could also do it in the mirror if you don't have another person around who's willing to go there with you. And as you're in this state of empty presence, your mind is automatically starting to quiet and you're starting to be able to tap into your heart and you might start to see shapes you might start to become more aware of the sounds around you and you start to go into this trance-like state. Mm -hmm. And what I would offer up is when you're in this state, you might start to see visuals. You don't want to attach too much to anything because you don't need to bring a story to everything that you're experiencing. You can just let the feelings, maybe you feel sensations in your body, you can just let them absorb into your being and the work is happening. Your energy is automatically shifting. You don't need to do anything. You don't need to create a story in your head. Perhaps in this state, you may have a profound insight. It does happen. And then if you want to take action after, you can go and you can take heart-aligned action because what's coming up in this state of empty presence is coming from your heart. I love that. Yes, yes, and yes to all of that. Now, it's curious because I think that a lot of people who are still very logically minded or maybe mm. in the mind are thinking to themselves, okay, I want to elevate my frequency. And there's a lot of trying. There's always that. I think at first there's a lot of almost forcing and that's okay, right? It's like you have to get to that place where it becomes more natural, but it takes practice. But I think a lot of people are probably like, well, how do I know if I've raised my frequency? What are the signs? How will I know when I'm yeah. There. And so it's almost like, well, do you want to be asking those questions? Are those questions valid and legitimate? Uh, do they help you know if you're on the right track? What do you think? Great questions. And I'll also offer up before I answer that, just a way that you can tap into frequency that might be a little bit more linear and easier to understand. So one way that I like to tap into frequency is to think of something that I aspire to. So for me, I work a lot with the diamond frequency right now. And the reason I like working with the diamond frequency is because diamonds are real, they're raw, they're authentic, they're sparkly, they're kind of majestic, and they just have this vibration that just feels really exquisite to me. And so as I walk in the world, those are ways that I want to walk in the world. I want to walk in the world as raw and authentic and visible and sparkly and a little mysterious. And for me, working with that frequency is a way to just tune in to, okay, these are ways that I want to walk in the world. And maybe before I start my day, I can take a minute to just think, okay, how does the diamond vibrate? And just kind of going through the process of listing off those attributes and then becoming that vibration as I go about my day and walk in the world. Mm. So that's another practice that I sometimes take clients through mm. in an abbreviated version, but you could tune into something else, the frequency of an emerald. Or, oh, do you have a question? Let me. Yeah, no, I was going to say, so for those of you who are maybe starting out on this, it's almost like letting the diamond be your North Star or maybe the diamond mm. is at like the top of your mood board or 
word or, you know, if you're visualizing and then you're thinking, okay, what are the traits of the diamond? And so I think that that practice is what you mean by tuning into the frequency of the diamond or using the diamond frequency. And it can be the same as if you have a role model, if you have somebody who really inspires you, maybe it's an Oprah, maybe it's a Rihanna, maybe it's a, you know, a president or a princess or a a goddess or a god or anything. Maybe it's from astrology standpoint, maybe it's the lion or maybe it's the tiger, maybe it's elemental like water or like metal. And so visualizing that and those traits that you admire and that you aspire to is what you're calling tuning into that frequency of that particular ideal state. Is that right? Yes. Fantastic. Yeah. And a lot of people in the past maybe use that phrase like fake it till you make it. Mm -hmm. I really like to talk to my clients about become it, Yeah. you know, become that frequency. You don't have to fake it, but just become it along the way. And then to double back on your question, you'll start to naturally see that it's working in your life because one day you'll just start to realize, hmm, people are coming into my life in these like really magical and magnificent ways because you're starting to now magnetize new experiences into your life because you've now created this new pattern in the field right? by raising your own vibration, raising your own frequency. And that allows opportunities, people, places to come into your life that perhaps otherwise wouldn't have. And it might just be one day you realize like, hey, wow, let me just take a minute and look around at often we call them synchronicities, these things that are happening. If you're experiencing synchronicities in your life, it's because you've created this new pattern in the field. Yeah. And so what I would probably offer to those who are listening and watching is that Mm -hmm. you're exactly right when you say fake it to make it. I never say that. And I always Mm -hmm. advise for people to perhaps switch that thinking into be it until you become it. Mm, Um, I love that. Be it until you become it it because whatever you Mm. say after I am is what you are. So if you wake up in the morning and you're telling yourself, I'm tired, what are you feeling? You're feeling tired. But if you say, I'm feeling strong, I am strong. I'm raw like a diamond. I'm sharp like a diamond. And you're telling yourself the things that you are and that you want to be. And then you become that, feel that energy, feel that vibration rising, feel that power. That is what Katie's talking about. And that is, what you want to associate yourself. And then in soon, you just have that confidence, you have that swagger, you have that stride. And that's what people see. And that's what people will gravitate to. You can feel it even as I'm talking. Totally. You can be, I can feel it. (laughs) I can feel it emanating from you. And there's moments too, that we experience in life where you're doing something that maybe you're not like jazzed up about. For me, it used to be about packing my kids' lunches. And I would notice that often they would come home and they weren't eating their full lunch. Mm. And so I realized I actually needed to shift my frequency because I wasn't putting good energy into the process because I wasn't enjoying it. I didn't really want to be packing those lunches. And I shifted my frequency and I started putting more love and more fuel and more energy into that process and making it fun and beautiful and bringing my kids into the process. And then I noticed, oh my gosh, these lunch boxes are coming home empty every day because they've had that fuel. And so we can just little things in our daily lives, we can shift the frequency around it and it really can be beautiful or something like drinking water. I have one here, actually. Mm-hmm. 
I often label my water, you know, this one says abundance on it. (laughs) And it's a beautiful, my kids made all the labels. So there's stars and some hearts on there and a great way to involve your kids in the process too. And then every time you're taking a sip in of your water, say you're working with the diamond frequency, you could play with that and label those attributes on your water glass. Water is so malleable. So as you're, and it really does encode with those frequencies when we label it. And so now not only are you feeling it, but you're drinking it and you're nourishing yourself with these new frequencies, which is so cool. Yeah. All right, listeners, get your out your label makers or at least, in the very least get out some tape and some markers. And I know that you all have reusable water bottles, right? So label what you want to be drinking in during the day. And it doesn't have to be the same thing today as it is tomorrow or the next day, but would you like to be drinking in abundance? Would you like to be drinking in more mm-hmm. love? Would you like to be drinking in more success? Would you like to be drinking in more sparkle? What would you like? Like to be drinking in today. I love that. And then maybe, mm. just maybe, actually, we won't even use the word maybe. You will. You will become what you're drinking in, right? You will. <laughs> Literally, I mean, your cells are going to start to change because when you label your water, you're changing the structure of that water. Mm-hmm. And then that water is going into your body. So it's changing the structure of your cells, which is about as amazing as you can get. So something Absolutely. as simple as labeling your water can transform your entire life. All right now. So I'm not going to let this go because you slipped in a phrase before and I have to come back to it because I think that it is so fascinating. You mentioned quantum spoon bending and automatically I'm thinking about the matrix that scene in the Oracle's waiting room where the little child is like, there is no spoon and then the spoon (laughs) is wobbling back and forth, you know, and all right. So what the heck is quantum spoon bending, Katie? (laughs) Oh my gosh. Quantum spoon bending is super cool. And I've done classes with my team in my corporate life many times because it's a really great practice to start to understand the quantum field, which is this sort of mysterious concept and hard to understand. So what you do is you would start by taking a spoon, a fork, and you try and bend it. Mm -hmm. It doesn't bend. And because it's really hard just to bend that. And through the class, you would learn different techniques to bring parts of that metal into another dimension so that it can soften and become malleable. And there's different ways you can do spirals of energy going into a point on the spoon or the fork. You can infuse it with love. There's lots of different techniques you can use. And then all of a sudden, you start to see people bending. And it just happens. And then when one person bends, then it also enables that a next person to bend because they're seeing something they didn't believe was possible happen before their eyes. And then all of a sudden they're able to do it too. And every single class that I've done over the years with different corporate teams, everybody has bent and been (laughs) able to have that experience. And 
sometimes not with every technique. Sometimes one technique works better for somebody and another one works better for somebody else. But it's a beautiful practice. And you can always go on a YouTube and you can learn the techniques. There's a lot of free material on YouTube and you can learn how to bend and start to then really the point of is not just, you know, to have all these fancy looking funky spoons and forks, but <laughs> to help create a bridge for your mind of what's really possible. That's true. Is this something that everybody can do? Or is it that, you know, maybe only people that are able to tap into the quantum field can do it? Everybody can do it. And trust me, I have taken a lot of skeptics through these classes in my corporate life. And they think, oh my gosh, there's no way there's and then at the end of the class, they're all just like, oh my gosh, and then they want to show their family and their friends. And a lot of people then take it as a party trick on the road and whatever works, as long as you're starting to share and spread the knowledge. I think it's beautiful. Yeah. It's almost like, you know, once you have that belief, once you really believe in yourself and and know that you can achieve the impossible, you can achieve these things that you otherwise thought were blocks or, or keep you stuck in a certain place. It could be something physical. It could be something mental. They're all the same in the quantum some field. It's anything that is preventing you from doing or being what you want to. Totally. And I think now, you know, there's leaders like a Dr. Joe Dispenza really showing what is possible in terms of healing. So, you know, it's not just spoon bending, but it's actually changing the cells in your body and having cancer, MS disappear. I mean, all of these really wild experiences. I've had the opportunity to go to one of Dr. Joe's retreats. And it's just absolutely unbelievable to see somebody who's come in in a wheelchair walk out of the ballroom at the end of the week. And it really is about suspending that linear mind and changing your experience in the quantum field and then bringing it back into this physical body and being able to to walk away as a healthy and healed human being. I mean, it's really just incredible what we are now able to tap into and there's the possibilities are endless. I think the next 40 years in particular is going to be really quite remarkable as we're in this Aquarian age. And the last time the planets were aligned in a way like this was in the industrial revolution. And just so much transpired in that time that people didn't think was possible. And I really feel that we're on the cusp of that in this next couple decades. I absolutely do too. It's really exciting. It's exciting exciting times. So I always exciting. say it's a really good time to be alive. It, it really is. is. What people think and, and you can harp on the negative, you can harp on all the things that are wrong, but there is so much that is right and so much progress, so much in store for all of us, truly. So Katie, yeah. I am so thrilled that you are able to do your work through the human beauty movement. You mm-hmm. offer workshops, you offer classes through the human beauty movement. Where else can people find you? People can find me on, I have a website, Mind Body soulmarket.com. I am 
Katie Fink on Instagram. That's a great social channel. And then I'm launching a clothing line. It's called Love Lillette. And our Instagram handle is love.lillette. And it'll also be sold on Mind Body Soul Market and a few retailers as well. So those are the places that you can find me. And the clothing line was a fun sort of upload I received when I was painting is a way to share high frequency light codes with more people is by wearing them. I'm actually wearing a piece today and I do the multi-level paintings and then we put it on these silks and their caftans and kimonos and scarves for the light weavers and mystics, priestesses. And it's just another way to raise your frequency by wearing something that is a high frequency. It doesn't have to be my line, but can be something that feels high frequency to you. Yes. I want one in violet. I'm going to put my name on the list. (laughs) Yes. Well, Katie, thank you. It was such a delight to speak with you today. I'm so happy that you are my guest. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh. It was such a joy. And I am just so grateful for you, for the community you've built, for the work that you're doing in this world. It is needed and necessary. And you are a beautiful, brilliant, and bright light. And I am so delighted that the patterns in the field connected us. Absolutely. Likewise, my goddess. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Human Beauty Movement Podcast. Be sure to follow, rate, and review us wherever you stream podcasts. The Human Beauty Movement is a community-based platform that cultivates the beauty of humankind. Check out our workshops, find us on social media, and share our inspiration with all the beautiful humans in your life. Learn more at thehumanbeautymovement.com. Thank you so much for being a beautiful human.